Welcome to Cultivating Authentic Universal Energy, exploring energy through mediumship, psychic abilities, Reiki, crystals, and more. This podcast is created based on the concept that everything is energy, everything and everyone are connected. Your hosts are Lisa Milleraces and Michelle Belcastro. Lisa has written about her psychic medium awakening and is comfortable with many facets of energy. Lisa believes energy work is very exciting and should be embraced in a safe way. Michelle grew up as a sensitive, intuitive, and now creates a safe space for community to gather and develop their spiritual talents. Their two unique perspectives are joined to assist listeners of all levels to broaden their understanding. This will be a series of podcasts that will enhance and fine-tune our energetic connections. Hi, everyone. This is Michelle. Hi, this is Lisa. And we are going to talk about the fact that the holidays are on the way. And why is this significant when we're talking to an empath and a medium? (laughs) (laughs) The holidays tend to bring a lot of stress to people. And for the sake of this discussion, it is um, because maybe we've lost loved ones. Yes. A number of people come to me during this time of year to make their connections to their loved ones. And I'm always telling them, yes, I would be very happy to make that connection. But you must realize they will always hear your thoughts and prayers without somebody like me. I've watched you do mediumship demonstrations. Um, You've done some work for me. Hopefully you enjoyed them. I I totally (laughs) did. I totally did. Okay, so... I feel a but. (laughs) No, no, no. No, no, no but. Um, So this is a very personal topic for me. Sure. Okay, so I lost my dad last year, right after Christmas. Sorry, yes, I know. And this has been a year of firsts for Mm -hmm. me. The first birthday I've had without my dad, his birthday, you know, Father's Day, all of that. So I know I'm not the only one that's dealing with this. Mm -hmm. I'm not the only one that's ever dealt with this. Sure. But I felt like it was an important topic to bring up, knowing that anniversaries, birthdays, holidays are difficult for people when they've lost loved ones. Yes. On this physical plane. <laughs> right, right. And I hope that the teachings that I bring to the table will help bring a little bit of comfort to people dealing with loss. And I don't mean to sound flip when I say, but they're all around you. They hear, they're like in the air that we breathe. They're very close to you. They hear your thoughts. They hear your prayers. Death is much like life, but they're here. And you can practice. I can practice this work and I can share my abilities to people, but it's up to them to bring it into their practice and believe it. Maybe set a table for your dad at dinner, knowing that he's there. Maybe put a place setting for him. You can even put a something for him under the tree, knowing that he's there. You can ask him for a sign that he's there with you, but don't be overly attached to how it's going to come and when it's going to come. Because it's not always easy for those in spirit to bring it to you. So we we talked about signs and synchronicities Mm -hmm. uh, in another episode that will 
put a link in the show notes to that Mm -hmm. um, where I shared my story of a family member asking for a sign from my dad that Mm -hmm. I received. Right. So that's just more like proof that spirit will provide the signs, maybe not in the way we expect or in the places we want to find them. I mean, you can do a little practice. I mean, I would suggest that at the time that you do these practices that you're not in a a state of uh, emotion that's very high. I would try and go to a more neutral place of grounding before I start them. Um, and sometimes you just can't do that or you're just, your stress level's too high or your emotions are too high. And then I say, do it while you sleep. I'd say, say your prayers before you go to bed. Ask them to come to you in your sleep. Put a paper and pencil next to your bed. Don't be attached to it happening that evening because it, it may take time for spirit to make their way to you because it is a vibrational connection and just as much as theirs, it has to be yours has to receive as well as theirs has to make their connection. And that's why during your sleep, it's easier because the chatter in your head is less. So the chatter can be anything from your daily to-do list and your responsibilities to your emotional state. Right. So the whole idea of meditation is to quiet the mind, quiet the chatter, to focus on something else. And that's why a lot of people say, well, focus on your breath. And it's not a one-size-fits-all. It has to be whatever works for you. So maybe a little walk in nature. Um, you know, For us, we live in Florida. We can go to the beach. We're fortunate that way. But when I used to live up in New Jersey, I would love to walk in my neighborhood and just look at the trees and you know, smell the fresh air, smell the fresh air. And then I would start to quiet my mind. But everybody's a little bit different. Maybe um, putting on a goofy movie like... Um, I love Chevy Chase's Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that will just lift your spirits. A little glass of wine with that, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I do my cooking. Spirits meet spirits. Yeah. <clears throat> when I first brought up this topic to you, um, you kind of gave me that look because what I was what I was saying, and I didn't mean it at all in a disrespectful way, but you have the same message all the time, mm-hmm. right? That basically our loved ones are right next to us, so to speak. They're always here. They're always around us because time and space doesn't really... It doesn't exist in the world of spirit. So we think they're gone, but we can still have conversations and we can still be um, influenced by them when we're open. It's all a matter of a mindset and, again, being open to how you're going to receive it and not being attached to that outcome. Because in that space of quiet or in surrender, that's when you can receive a little easier. I'm not saying it's the only place to receive. It's the time it's a little bit easier for others. Now, we also have the conversation of what to do. I mean, for example, I'm very comfortable in this conversation. I'm very comfortable with death. I think of it like life. I think of it like rebirth. Just as we have a baby coming into the world, if someone goes out of the world into the hereafter, it's like a rebirth to me. So I'm not that doesn't mean I don't miss my mom. I love my mom. I talk to her all the time. She doesn't always talk back. <laughs> but I'm kind of, this is we've never gotten along better <laughs> because we don't argue. 
So that's really interesting. A good question. When you're doing mediumship work for people, Mm -hmm. is there ever any kind of argument? Is there any... Well, yes, it's not so much an argument, but there's sometimes there's information that's delivered that's not wanted to be received. Okay. So, yeah, it's not always... It's roses, not, oh, okay, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but um, I want to share something with you. In the first book I wrote, Being Light Driven, Finding Inner Guidance, I channeled some information about the spirit world and about our world, and I'm just going to read it to you. Love is to the soul like a fingerprint is to the body, an identifier. The more you love, the better. Now, that was what was channeled, but what was the understanding it is that in this meditation, it's comparing the two dimensions. Our dimension is of a slower vibration, which is of a physical nature. We are all souls and identify one another by the material, physical way of using our fingerprint. In the world of spirit, everything is emotion and thought, and the highest level of emotion is love. Each Soul is identified by the other's ability to love in each level of love. Our lives are intertwined, not at the hip, but within the air we breathe, and the essence of our existence. Once we are born, we start to breathe, and there is life as we know it. Once we pass, we stop breathing, and our essence moves towards the light. The light is our common link between the two worlds. The air is within the light, and we are all beings of light, just different levels of light-driven energies. To be light-driven, you are assisted by the energy force that loves us all collectively and individually. Whether or not you take the assistance or dismiss it is up to your free will. To recognize the light within you is one of the ways I hope this book will assist you. To be light-driven is the ultimate expression of faith. To trust your inner self of that which is of the highest good. I shared that with you because I believe it holds value in understanding, or at least from my perspective as a medium, understanding how they share their their light and their love with us. It's not going to be the same where we touch and we hold and we hug, but it can be the same on a vibrational level when you get a a sign or a dream and you feel that emotion that comes with it. Most of the time you could tell because it's a feeling of love that encompasses your whole body. Earlier, I'm going to do a little bit of a change of topic. Earlier you talked about dreams and having communication in your dreams. I'm sure that I'm not, again, the only one that doesn't seem to remember their dreams. But if it's an after-death communication dream, you will remember it because it's different than a regular dream. In a regular dream, again, this is my perspective of understanding, Mm -hmm. it's like watching TV. Sometimes it's dimensional, sometimes it's in color, blah, blah, blah. When you have an after-death communication dream, there's something about it that's different. When you're dreaming of, let's just say, your dad, he might not look 100% like your dad, but there's a characteristic about it in that dream that just reminds you of your dad. Like you just know it's him. You just know it's him. And then when you wake up, you have that emotional connection that, wow, I just had that dream, and that feels like a loving embrace. So 
I advise people when they have these dreams not to, to go with the emotion that you feel initially and not to go with the thought that comes afterwards because you start to overthink things and say, maybe it was fearful or maybe it was this. But really, they were just, most of the time they come through just to let you know they're okay and give you love. Our thoughts, and they hear your thoughts, they hear your prayers. That's what I was getting at. Okay. Spirit hears that. They're very much connected to you. There's no sense of time in the world of spirit, so things that we feel are very urgent really don't have that sense of urgency over there. It's a lot of times you say, oh, I wish they would come because I'm, you know, I have this coming up or I have that coming up. There's a higher perspective. They see things, even uh, many times a newly transitioned soul will go through their life review and they see what their words, deeds, and actions do to have done in their lifetime and how they've affected those around them. So it's a different perspective, different perspective of time, different perspective of space. But the one thing that means consistent is the loving that you have that's shared between each other. The loving emotion is consistency. A lot of times when people are feeling very emotional, I find a place of gratitude will help them to rebalance. Focus on things that they're grateful for in their current experience. Maybe focus on things that they've shared with their loved ones that they carry forth. Maybe be traditions that they can have that shared love together. I can share with you how spirit sees your family gatherings around the holidays. This has been communicated to me through different messages I've received um, as well as visions that I've, I've, I've also received. As we gather around our table or our homes during the holiday time, spirit sees your emotions like levels of light. So everybody has a different vibration and each vibration shares off a different emotion and color. Spirit kind of hangs out in the corner of the room watching the emotional fireworks of your holidays. Now, I don't know about your family, but some families are a little bit more colorful than others. Okay, so just because you left with that, I'll have to share that I really believe that my ancestors probably watched all of our holiday gatherings, regardless where we were holding them, laughing because we, we've always had fireworks as a family. You had a Super Bowl halftime. Pretty much all the time. <laughs> I can just imagine what they're seeing because there was always a lot of high energy arguments. Uh, yeah. the it's a spicy family. Very spicy. So you wouldn't want to be bored. I mean, think about it. When you came into this life, did you want a boring life? Apparently not. No, you wanted to have some <laughs> spice, some interaction, some love. So enjoy your holidays, no matter how they are, no matter what your emotional family brings to the table, just share the love, knowing that your loved ones are sharing it alongside of you. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We'd love to hear from you about your experiences. Leave us a comment below. You can find more information about Lisa and her offerings on her website, the number two communicate.net. Michelle's shop is the Violet Butterfly Metaphysical Healing Center in Palm Harbor, Florida. You can find more information at the Violet Butterfly MHC.com, including the online store. <laughs>